on this episode of PL and PJ's Sergeant on Score Sheet. And Roy replaces Ranier. Back to the only Premier League podcast with a dress code. And that dress code is brand new. Whew. What would you call these? Satin? Satin, sure. Yeah, satin pajamas. They're not silk. They're not that nice. I'm sat in my nice. satin pajamas. That's good. That is rich. You're not going to believe this? You just I came up with that wow. a while ago. No. Yeah. No, I've been waiting for the start of the pod to... Uh... Uh, you ruined the magic. I really thought you just came up with that on the spot, and I was very impressed. Huh? But Brent... We are in our customized PL and PJ's pajamas, which right. were a long time coming. We did have our shirts originally, our custom sure. shirts that we were very proud of. They said Kings of Cozy on the back. Brent, I'm going to be honest. Not the coziest shirts I've ever no. worn. Oh, no, oh, certainly not. No, very scratchy. Very <laughs> contradictory. Uh, but, however, now we are on some very soft pajamas. Oh, yeah. Feeling great. Fantastic. Almost as great. As Josh Sargent's scorpion kick goal for Norwich at the weekend. The Scorpion King of St. Louis. Oh, is that what they're calling him? Rise of a Warrior? <laughs> That's what uh, I believe is Men and Blazers. Dubbed okay. Um, different dress code, less cozy. Right, far less cozy. But yeah, uh, on the score sheet twice on what was Friday yeah. against uh, Watford in a pivotal 3-0 victory in the relegation battle. Yeah, it was one of those results that it just seemed turned the tide of the relegation race. Absolutely. Or rather the race from right. relegation. Away from it. Right. Run away as fast as you can. <laughs> it's you like can't a... catch Norwich. <laughs> <laughs> They're the gingerbread men? <laughs> something like I was trying to come up with something else. But Josh Sargent's the ginger man. <laughs> oh, that's You good. can't catch Norwich because they have the ginger man. I thought of it just as you were saying oh, okay, it. Okay, well. You know, I, I thought of it first. But, Jake, what I will say is you have to be impressed with what Dean Smith has done so far with the team since taking over. Absolutely. Um, let go from Aston Villa mm-hmm. earlier this season. Um, quick turnaround, getting hired by Norwich after they let go their manager. Daniel Fark? Is that his name? Yeah. Fark, yeah. Um, and he's been doing great. Uh, Norwich could not score to save their lives before he took over, and now they're... You know, not scoring every game, but a little more consistent and enough to get them the points that they're going to need to stay above the relegation zone. And what I will say is Josh Sargent specifically was getting a lot of stick from Norwich fans. Rightfully so. The man was not producing whatsoever. But the fact that Dean Smith has got him firing on all cylinders, it Mm. seems like, because he always puts in the effort. We know that from watching him for the U.S. And we said at the beginning of the season when they signed him, he doesn't have an end product. <laughs> the effort is there, yeah. but the man cannot finish in front of goal. Yeah. Until this week. Until, I guess, now. Hopefully this sparks a good run of form for him. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can see him carry this on for future weeks. He did get left out of the U.S. national team squad sure. for this upcoming World Cup qualifier window. So maybe by the time the next one rolls around, he will have bagged a few goals, maybe provided a few assists. But either way, huge for Josh Sargent. you got to be happy for him as an American. And if you're a Norwich fan... 
one of your star signings of the summer finally performing is probably nice. Star signing is very complimentary of Josh. Well, I'm saying like <laughs> for them, though, sure, he's sure, a big sure, sure. star-studded signing. Uh, Brent, hopefully he will continue the streak, and maybe he'll actually score with the inside of his foot uh, one of these days. Ooh, no. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think heel only. Scorpion kick and uh, a header so far. Yeah. Um, to down a lowly Watford team, which we're going to get into, Brent. But before we do, we're drinking that rum cask bourbon from Breckenridge again. And yeah. man, is it delicious. We uh, shared it with our producer, yes. Luke. And he, the man uh, in the booth. The man behind the behind scenes, the scenes yeah. behind the camera. And he really much, very much enjoyed it. And uh, I just had to plug it once again because... I get it. Yeah, we're, we're not getting paid for this anymore, and it's uh, it's great. It's just one of those so things, Jake, that if we're going to be drinking whiskey during the podcast, sure. it's it, nice to have something that's actually very good. Absolutely. And that we like, and we are very appreciative that we got it sent to us. Um, yeah, no, that's... I, no, please, no, 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 please, no, 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 no please. Now to the aforementioned Watford woes. See, you. I thought you were going to jump right into it. I was trying to think of a transition in my head that was going to be really creative, right. but... You know, I like I like the way you did. Just right to business, getting straight to And there was to alliteration in it. There was. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, one might say Roy replaces Ranieri. Yeah, Roy Hodgson just confirmed today, a few hours ago, to replace Claudio Ranieri, who some will say had an undeserved, or if not undeserved, an early sacking for Very Walker. early. Very reminiscent of the Bob Bradley at Swansea situation, where you got hired before the January window. And you only last about two and a half months. You never got a chance to bring in players, really to change things. It was just, you're in, oh, you didn't perform well enough for a few matches, and you're out. Granted, they are 0-1-4 in their last five. One draw, four losses, and those losses... Against teams also facing relegation. Yeah, no, they lost to Brentford and Norwich, and then they drew Newcastle. So that is tough to boot. They only scored three goals during those matches. Not ideal. Yeah. But Brent, first two games in charge when he took over, oh. five goals conceded. Yeah. And then five goals scored it against was electric. Everton. <laughs> yeah, no. We will remember those days, the Ranieri Watford yeah. days. Um, I mean, he'll land on his feet somewhere, I think. Yeah, he'll obviously. Bounce back. Great coach. Our manager, but uh, yeah, uh, Watford. What what's the state of Watford now? Like, I guess Roy Hodgson taking over. Is that the right appointment? Do you think he can right the ship enough to keep them up this season? I will admit. Yeah. I worry a bit about Roy Hodgson. I know he has experience with Palace, with the English national team. Sure. He's responsible for one of the greatest memes in the history of the game from the World Cup. I don't know if you know the one I'm talking about, where he's like tentatively watching the game and goes. Mm. And he's like, like he just has the most disappointed face you'll ever seen, and it's fantastic. So I'll show you that after this sure, sure, sure. episode. But I just don't know that he's such a step above Ranieri. You know, like, like is that replacement of your manager really going to incite the team to get out of the relegation zone? I don't think so. It's not. And at some point, the turnover is just too much. Too many managers in such a short amount of time that it takes a toll on your squad and you can't really get behind a manager and believe in them and give them that t- opportunity to change things in the culture of the club yeah. to get back to winning ways. 
Um, I will say on the Roy Hodgson point, the only thing I know about his time as England manager is the running joke of him putting Harry Kane on corners. Yeah. Which is astounding. Um, but yeah, I, I think I don't agree with the sacking of Ranieri. I think it's early. I think it's rash. But Rashford, no, I, they could use Rashford. No, they could use Rashford, yeah. <laughs> Especially with him finding form again. But off topic. I think since it did happen and they need a replacement, I think someone like Roy Hodgson, who has that experience at Palace, I think it's it's a good appointment. Sure, I get why they did it. Sure. I, it's just, and if you look at the team situation right now, they are currently in 19th. They have, well, rather, Burnley have two games in hand on them. Yeah. So they are two matches more played than Burnley with 14 points on the whole season. Presumably, Burnley could surpass them. I don't know that it'll happen, but the opportunity is there. They do have games in hand on the teams above them being Newcastle, Norwich, and Everton. Sure. Which is nice for them. Definitely. But it definitely is concerning for the rest of the season. I mean, look, 30 points is the mark, generally speaking. That's where you got to get. And I have more faith in Newcastle and Everton to hit that mark before, or at least, you know, they'll do it, and uh, Norwich and possibly Watford and Burnley will not. Brent, I think I had this argument with my brother. I think it's actually 40 points. I don't know about I that. I think in the most recent seasons, it's sure. it's been proved to be But the 40. general rule of thumb sure. historically is 30 points. We can go after this and do a fact check sure. and see who's right, but I think... I was on the wrong side of it when I argued with my brother. I was mm-hmm. saying 30, okay. and he was saying 40. I looked at the rule, and I think it is uh, historically 40, but we'll table that for now. I am pissed. Uh, I think in the future, we're going to be talking about what happened to Burnley and how are they at the very bottom yeah. of the table right now. And losing Chris Wood. Right, which is a big blow, but they also also have enough players on that squad where you think they shouldn't be last. Right. But a topic for another day, like I said... Uh, all those points you made about Watford, I think, are very valid. And the games in hand are nice, but those mean so much less the lower you go in the table. Right. Because you're winning so uh, much less points per game. Right. That you can't really count that towards your tally, and I think they're in big trouble. Yeah, no, it's definitely seeming doom and gloom for the Hornets. We will see what they end up doing with the rest of the season. It'll be interesting to see if they make any signings before sure. the January window is over. As of we're recording right now, there's exactly one week left. So perhaps they back their new manager, Roy Hodgson, because he has that pedigree in the Premier League history. Yeah. You know, I mean, he saved teams before. Uh, perhaps they, they get him a signing or two that maybe can bolster the rest of the season. But it is hard to think of them getting out of the relegation zone as things stand. Yeah, I, I think they might be destined for the drop, unfortunately. Um, I generally like Watford as a club. I think they're a, a good outskirts of London club. And uh, Brent, props to you for... You had this outline put together for Roy Hodgson being appointed manager even before it was officially announced. Yeah, no, what can I say? Um, uh, which, I'm a man of science. <laughs> which obviously now it's been two days since it was announced because it was announced earlier today. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's either early this morning or yesterday when you proposed yeah. the idea and you, you're right on top of things you, you are the new Fabrizio Romano we well, should go to you for the news what I'm thinking is maybe Fabrizio should be coming to me for the news oh he does have a YouTube channel speaking yeah. of which this is going to be our first one on YouTube absolutely so that's exciting yeah. isn't it the video aspects to this podcast 
um, makes it, I mean, it's another dimension. It's right. no longer just a podcast. Right. Um, so yeah, it's going to be nice to add a little visual aspect. We can use it for TikToks and obviously start a following on YouTube because I know that's a, a big thing with, you know, the youngins. They still use the YouTube. Well, we did have 39 views on our videos from 2017 from over the last yeah. month. So clearly people are checking us out. It, it'll be nice to provide them with some fresh content. Brent is the easiest answer ever when you texted me and said, hey, is it okay if I delete our old videos <laughs> from college when we tried to start this podcast? And I said, yes. Do you remember our jumping intro? Yeah, we jumped yeah. into our chairs. And, and then, then cut it so we were yeah, falling into yep. them as it started, yeah. And then we had our picks on like your whiteboard behind yep. you, and we were trying to keep track of all the and picks. And it did not work. We did not commit to it. Yeah. We had a lot on our hands with, with school and stuff. Not and that we don't have a lot on our hands now with jobs. Sure. Right. But, uh, <laughs> you know, more mature, more committed right. to the actual end product, um, which obviously... Josh Sargent is lacking. <laughs> right. <laughs> it all comes full circle. Jake, what I want to transition into now, Please. before we get too carried away, we do love our anecdotes at the end and at the start of podcasts. I like your pinky up there. That's good. That's a good sip. Um, our weekly bets. Yeah. We don't, unfortunately, have any Premier League games to bet on this week, which is unfortunate, to say the least. It is. But we did come up with some World Cup qualifying CONCACAF bets, which I know you did not necessarily want to stick to just CONCACAF, but there were only so many matches to choose from. By the time this comes out, some games will have been played. It was it was tough. It was a tough call. Yeah, and we only have, I think it's half of the quarterfinals of AFCON set right now because the remaining two games are being played tomorrow. Uh, so we didn't have a lot to choose from there. And, you know, it's topical for us in you know, a CONCACAF nation. Mm -hmm. So I, I allowed it this time. Thank you. Um, but we'll, we'll see next time. I think we can branch out, maybe be more. Well, we'll see how the bets go. If we sure. hit all if these, we'll, we're I, sticking we stick with yeah, Exactly. So that let's is, get right into the first one, yeah. Jake. Mexico. Yeah, surprise odds. To win yeah. versus Jamaica. Surprisingly, at minus 148. Yeah, Jamaica have really been struggling this qualifying window. However, I do understand now, you know, they've got Mikel Antonio sure. up front, which does help. Uh, we'll see what ends up happening. Leon Bailey is still out, unfortunately, and I think that's definitely going to be an issue for, for Jamaica. You fortunately, yeah. for a bet, though. Right. No, definitely makes the 148 look better. So, barring a Mikel Antonio against the U.S. banger. Oh, my gosh, that was ridiculous. If you haven't seen it, go look it please. up. Please. Because it was a sound. It is amazing. Yeah. Um, I think we're pretty good here. I think Mexico through and through, you look at every position, I think they have the better team. Obviously, mm -hmm. you know, flip a coin with Jimenez and Antonio at top, who you take. Right. But I think, you know, you look at the overall squad, Mexico have the better team. They're going to get the result. They need the result to hopefully challenge uh, the U.S. for the top and spot. And Canada. And Canada. Yeah, I yeah. forgot Canada's and out there. And Panama. As I say, it's very tight in CONCACAF right now. So, yeah, every point matters, it obviously. Um, but I think Mexico comes away with all three. I like it. Jake, you mentioned three. And the keynote about our next bet, which is our game bet of the week, is we think it's going to be under two and a half. So three won't be hit. When you look at the USA-El Salvador game, yep, under two and a half goals. Three is right out. Nice. I was wondering what you were waiting to say, and I'm really <laughs> glad that you came through with that. But it's worth noting this game. In Columbus. In Columbus. And it will be about 20 degrees at kickoff. 
and getting colder since it's an evening kickoff. So might be some snow in the forecast. Right. And we saw how that affected uh, the games in Canada. Right. Um, I think that game actually ended up 2-1, so maybe a bad example. But mm-hmm. I think this one will end up 1-0 or 2-0. Or 2-0 or 1-1. But the point is, you know, there's a lot of debate going on right now amongst U.S. You know, commentators, you know, Taylor Twelman, you know, essentially talking about how the cold weather may be a disadvantage for the U.S., like kind of negates the home field. We'll see. Uh, but regardless, the point is minus 104 sure. on under two and a half goals in USA El Salvador. Oh, so that's not the temperature. It's not going to be minus minus. It's not going to be minus 104. Okay. Unless uh, you're talking about in Celsius. No. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand how they think it's going to take away our home field advantage. I mean, some of those players grew up in northern states. They understand right. what it's like to play in cold weather and possibly the snow. You're right. I don't think El Salvador really understands what you, it's Jake. like to play in the cold but you know leave the pundits we'll let them talk yeah let you know, them talk give headlines. their opinion whatever we're about results not headlines and someone that's going to give us results brent raul jimenez against jamaica to score exactly at any time plus 190 what if he scores in the 95th minute he's calculating yeah, no, it still it counts. Out. Oh it, wait, gosh. is the game being played? Yeah. Is it any time in the game? Any time. And in this scenario, Raul Jimenez has scored? Exactly. Perfect. Then, yeah, we're golden. Dare I say, free, 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 free. Are you saying this is your farm bet? I'm going to bet the farm wow. on Raul Jimenez. Okay. Head bandage and all, head protection, you know. Little... Well, he does need it. He does, yeah. absolutely. But uh, it's an accessory that's going to help him score. No, I agree completely, Jake. That moves us on, finally, to our Pirates Code, our Jack Sparrow parlay bet of the week. Jake, start us off. What's the first leg? Panama, who we just talked about, mm-hmm. who is contending for the top of CONCACAF. Panama or draw against Costa Rica. In Costa Rica. Yep. We understand that. But they just need a win or draw is the first half of that. In the second half, Honduras and Canada that match, both teams to score, we say no. No. Heck no. <laughs> Just say no to both teams to score. Nice. Nice. It's like the dare. Nancy program. Reagan tells you just <laughs> say, say no, no. <laughs> to both teams to score. But you parlay those together, Jake. What are the odds? Plus 179, just shy of plus 180, which would have been a nice round number. It would have been a lot nicer. In fact, yeah, I'm a little even. perturbed. Yeah. If Barstool Sportsbook, if you're watching this and you want to change those... An odds boost from plus 179 to plus 180 just to fuel our OCD tendencies. We would be eternally grateful. Thank you in advance. That's that's from us. From both of us, really. But the point is, Jake, this is free money. Free. This is the kind of bet that you can make and you can think, I am going to be able to afford my future child's college with this bet. And a farm. And farm, <laughs> and I'm going to exponentially increase my farm, which is the most important thing. Who cares about so, education? Here's what I'm hearing: you're gonna bet the farm on the Jimenez bet. Right. When that hits, you're then gonna bet that increased farm on the this Panama, parlay. Yeah. Canada parlay. Yes, I don't know the timing of all that, but but that's what you're in gonna my do. head. It works yeah. out, and then we get the college tuition out of it. Well, I only care what's in your head. Okay, you know, it's well. I do care also what comes out of your mouth since we are a podcast. You know, it is somewhat important. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, but I do say some silly things. Right? No, you're a funny guy. What can I say? 
It is a silly place. Yeah. <laughs> I like that reference. Camelot. That's a good one. Camelot? Yeah. 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 Uh, that's that's two. That's yeah, two that's Monty, Python Monty Python references. Python reference. um, that's a record, I think. For me, I think at least. that's certainly well because three would be right out. You know. Nice. Um, yeah. I think it's because it stems from you brought up Cell life, life of Brian. Oh, yeah. Which I hadn't <laughs> seen, and you showed me uh, Biggest Dickus. Yeah. And I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, it is funny. So it makes we'll me have want to watch that movie. Yeah, it makes me want to watch Life of Brian, but it, it really brought the Monty Python back to the to forefront yep. of the brain. Absolutely. The prefrontal yep. cortex is firing with Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Those synapses. Right. Yeah. Well, Jake, here's one thing. I'm going to take this lesson okay. for you. <clears throat> All right. Well, well, that was exhilarating, wasn't it? Was. It was. I feel I have a full tummy, <laughs> and this podcast was full of topics. Brent, do you need a burp? I wish I could. I really do. Wouldn't that be cool? Like if everybody in the world could. Ah. Uh, is that your bird? Well, that's also my. Ah, the podcast is over because we're Sad. out of topics. We're out of whiskey. We're out of beer. Do we need to now make an out? Tro. Tro. Well, let me give it a swing. Swing at it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. From the only Premier League podcast with a dress code. And that dress code, Jake. Jammies. Jammies. New and improved jammies. Now on video jammies. Now on video and... Slippers. Some slippers that you're not wearing. No. They didn't fit your they feet. They did not fit my feet. But for a guy like me... Small fit, feet. They still don't really Smaller fit, hands. They, they, there you go. Anyway, you know what they say about a guy with small hands? We'll see you small next time. Small slippers. <laughs>